Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. <laughs> Welcome back to Make You All Daily. Presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you, who finds everything hilarious. <laughs> That we do know for a fact. <laughs> hey, it's rivalry week, guys. Like, how cool is this in college football? I guess the quasi last Saturday before uh, conference championships and all that good stuff. Uh, but let's talk about rivalry week with uh, someone who knows a ton about it. And that's none other than college football analyst Michael Felder. Check out his work on his Substack and on X at In the Bleachers. Michael, thank you so much for joining us. Let's go ahead and jump right on into rivalry week. Ohio State and Michigan, the game. Wolverines, three and a half point favorites, total of 45 and a half. How do you see this game playing out? And I know it's like a common question that we're asking week after week, but what is the significance of Jim Harbaugh not being on the sideline? Is there some way to handicap how much that should be worth? And if the market is reacting appropriately to it? I I think the number, you said three and a half, I think that reacts, that's a reaction to him not being there. So like the guy that's supposed to make decisions isn't there. And then the other part is this Michigan team. I just, man, I'll tell you what, if this game plays the under, if you truly believe mm-hmm. that Michigan's going to win and the game plays the under, that's the way that Michigan wins. If this game plays the over, that is 100% a, an, an Ohio State win, like no doubt in my mind. Like I'm not even thinking about it. So if you think you're going with the over, go ahead and double that up with an Ohio State win straight up, like money line. Like that's what I would do. Because if you think that Ohio State is only going to score, what do you think? They're going to score 20 points, 24 points? No. If you think they're going to score 30 points, now all of a sudden we're we're living in over territory. So in my world, I'm that's what I'm looking at. Like this is a team, you know, I, I want to I want to make sure I get the numbers right because this is a, Ohio State with the exception of what? The Notre Dame game and I think there are two other games. Yeah, there there we go. I got it. The Notre Dame game? No. And Penn State. Notre Dame and Penn State are the only games where they scored 20 or less. So what's going to happen? You can't get to the under without Ohio State scoring less than that unless you think that they're going to score. Like, I think Ohio State's going to score 30 points in this game. They're focused up. Woo. Let's go. Wow. See, I, I was looking on the other side of the ball. I wanted to ask you about the defense. Defense has been on a tear. Like, all, all year, yeah. teams haven't gotten, gotten after them. Like, but we, we know here's the toughest mm-hmm. game of the season. How much do you believe in this Buckeyes defense? A lot. I think they finally bought into Jim Knowles. And I know I said that, like, I thought that midway through last season. And then we saw them start to kind of shrink back and not really believe in it. But now I think they really believe in this idea. And I was talking to um, two things. I talked to Joshua Perry, uh, who played 
football at Ohio State. I talked to Ryan Shazier, who played at Ohio State, and they both recognize like a difference in um, this year versus last year. And so I think what we're going to see is a team that's going to be incredibly aggressive and they're going to continue to push it. And the other thing for me, though, is if you're Michigan, like what teams are you going to run for 227 yards against that are actual playoff caliber teams? Like, I'm sure it's great you can do it. Well, they did it against what? Purdue, right? Like, who else is going to let you do that against you? So it's one of those things that's going to be very... Michigan's play selection is going to be very interesting to me because some folks are saying that they're they're holding they're keeping it all bottled up they're holding it back they're holding it back they're playing it close to the vest but if you don't practice it in game time situations can you really do it hmm. yeah it's a good question I want to ask you about the Civil War because Bo Nix and the Ducks are trying to get into the college football playoff with a loss. They're going to need to win by margin. They need those style points. I want to hear Dan Lanning's speeches this week because he's going to get his team fired up. They are at home. Weather shouldn't be a factor either. Would you lay the points with Oregon? Oh, my goodness. This is – this is – I honestly, like, we all talk about Ohio State and Michigan, and folks are mm-hmm. going to talk about the Iron Bowl, and people are going to talk about, you know, like, that. Like in Florida, I think Florida, Florida State is the most interesting game this week. Not the best game, the most interesting game. But when you get to this one, Oregon State, they're coming off a tough loss against Washington. Um, you look at this, and I... I, you know what? Yeah, I'd lay the points. I think Dan Lanning's coming in, and he's gonna he's gonna shoot everything he's got in the gun. Like he's gonna rock and roll. Like this is a guy that the thing I love about Lanning is he's got a little bit of Nick Saban and a lot of bit of Kirby Smart. And what I mean by that is Nick Saban plays it tight, wants to make sure that his defense wins. That's fine. Kirby Smart's like, no man, I'm about to blow you out the building. And I think that's what's gonna happen. I think that's what we're gonna see. Like I, I think he's not playing around. And you get that game. It's in, it's in Eugene, if I'm not mistaken, right? It's in Eugene. It is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fans are going to be And excited. they want Bo Nix to win the Heisman, too. I think they're going to lay it yeah. on him. Yeah, I think they're going to lay it on him, too. So I'll count me, put me in that camp. I think they're going to lay it on him. I think this team is just, yeah. I think they're ready to rock and roll. Like, they, they want to make, they want to get to the playoff. Landing, I think Landing, I, you know what? I think he wants to play Georgia, if I'm being honest. Like, to extrapolate a little bit further. I think he wants to play George. Got to respect a head coach with gusto like that. You got to, yeah. right? You oh, can't yeah. just, you, you want that. You want someone who believes they can beat anybody. That's for sure. Well, you said it earlier. You say that Florida, Florida State uh, is perhaps the most intriguing game. Maybe not the best game, but but the most intriguing. Why is that? Uh, with Jordan Travis uh, not being around for the Knowles anymore, how does that impact, say, their chances to make the playoffs and in a game like this? Because, is it possible the committee will say, and we'll get our rankings uh, later tonight, that, okay, they don't have their starting quarterback, we need to discount this? Or do they look at resume and stress that a good bit more? So what do we do with this game, and what do we do with the Knowles going forward? No clue. That's the, I, I know that's a bad answer for, like, for TV, for radio, but like I don't know what they're going to do. Because you think about it, and two, the two scenarios that came up uh, when I was talking, when I, I tweeted out, it was like, this is a game where Florida, Florida State, no Graham Mertz, 
no Jordan Travis. Because we we always Jordan Travis is the lead dog because he was in the Heisman race, but Graham Mertz is also a starting quarterback for Florida. And guess what? This guy is not, he's not gonna play either. So you have two backup quarterbacks going into a rivalry game. What does this look like? Max Brown uh against what is it, Rodemeyer? Um Rodemeyer, like that this is gonna yeah. be a huge like this is gonna be and for for, for Florida, they got to get bowl eligible. Like they're still trying to get to six wins. <laughs> so this is going to be an interesting one. But the thing for me is without Jordan Travis, what does the committee do? And to answer your question, I have no clue because you think about with JT Barrett, right? No JT Barrett. Uh, JT Barrett goes down and then they still, Ohio State still gets to the playoff. You think about Kenyon Martin. And this is, I mean, a different sport, but Kenyon Martin uh, from mm-hmm. Cincinnati, yeah, when he Cincinnati, went down, yeah. he went down, they still got a one seed. So do you play off what they've been or play off what they are? And that's going to be the difference. And by the way, mm-hmm. they still got to play Louisville. And Louisville's defense is, they, they bring smoke to you. So this is going to be really interesting to see. I think Florida State wins this weekend, which is, that's a money line play to me. Is I don't Because I don't know if they cover, but I think they win. And then that might be like, you know, win by two, win by whatever, but that's fine. But at the end of the day, the reality is I think Florida State wins because I think they galvanize and they, they find a way to, to cobble it together. But the next week against Louisville, that's going to be the question mark because whew, Louisville, now that they've got the Conley kid and they're finding ways to create plays from the quarterback position, I think Louisville is one of the more interesting teams in the country and really – like they're on the outside, they're knocking on the door. Iowa, Nebraska, over or under 26 and a half? Oh, good grief. Oh, why'd you do this to me? <laughs> I knew I knew somebody Happy had something up their, you had something up your sleeve. Somebody had something up their sleeve, and this is the one. 26 and a half. I'm gonna go under. I'm gonna go under. Oh my I mean, god. I'll go under. I mean, I, I, I truly thought that Iowa might win that game two to nothing this past weekend. I was like, oh, wow. Oh, man, yeah. They're done. It's over. Let's go. Yep. And slowly the points built up. But I think at the end of the day, being realistic, I think the under makes sense because when I look at 26, 26 to me, that's, that's what is it? Is that three? That's three, three, three that's six touchdowns, right? Mm-hmm. You think these teams are going to score no, six touchdowns? No, it's, it's four. 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 <laughs> four. Yeah. Okay. Three to four. Good grief. Yeah. My math is bad. Listen, I so that's four. Four touchdowns. Two apiece? You yeah. think they're gonna get two apiece? No, they're not gonna get two touchdowns apiece. It's not gonna happen. I'm going was, under. Yeah. I mean fifteen this week at fifteen thirteen. It was like that would be over yeah. that number. Just barely. <laughs> what do we watch? Just barely. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm, that's where I'm looking at is, like, do I think both of these teams are going to score two touchdowns? No, absolutely not. I, I think one team might score two and the other team will score one. And they'll probably score one late, maybe a field goal, maybe two field goals. But at the end of the day, I'm going under. I, I just – I don't – who can trust these guys to score points? How can you put your faith right. in them scoring points? Listen, something tells me Chef Felder isn't putting out any canned cranberry sauce. I got to sneak in a Thanksgiving question. Give us your one seed at Thanksgiving. What's on the okay, table? So what's, what's number I, one? 
I'm already starting. So here's what here's what I got. Let me let me. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! That's the menu. Got notebooks. That's the menu. Yeah, it's that's research. the menu. Oh, I so see turkey. I have everything. Yeah, so turkey's the main. I love turkey, fried turkey, baby. We from the south. We fry our birds. I already picked up the grease. I'm frying those birds. Let's get yes. I just saw that. Let's go. That's right. That's right. Yes. I we southerners have to stick together. There we go. And I gotta so I gotta get them injected tonight. And I I inject them with like a little bourbon butter, uh, with a little spicy bourbon butter. No problem. Next up, we got the mashed potatoes. Got to do the mashed potatoes with a little bit of garlic, some chives. We got to do giblet gravy that goes on there though. Then you throw in the mac and cheese, mac and cheese. Not going to lie. I sneak in a little Velveeta just to keep it a little more creamy. But I start with that bechamel, baby, that bechamel. And then you throw in, (laughs) we got to do collards. We go collards. And then we go rolls, homemade rolls, grilled corn, uh, grilled cream corn. Like just a shout out to my grandma who used to Mm. always do cream corn. But I like to grill it and then cream that corn with a little bit of cheddar and jalapeno. And then I got stuffing. The stuffing is going to be cornbread stuffing. I already made the cornbread. You know, you got to let that stuff get a little bit stale. And then you add the stock to it. I already made stock last week, so we're good to go on Mm -hmm. that. And then um, dessert, I'm doing a red velvet cake. And I'm going to try, I'm trying these new red velvet cake bars. This is unfair. This is unfair. What would it take to fly you out to Los Angeles to cater my party? (laughs) Hey, man, you, you put a price on it. <laughs> Everybody's got a price. It's, it's a million-dollar well, man. Let's negotiate after the stay. show here because it sounds but so no, incredible. I, this is my favorite holiday of the year. This is my favorite holiday of the year. I yeah. love doing it. I love putting food out for people that I care about. I'm cooking three turkeys, so I'm, I'm, I'm baking. Oh, I'm, man. I'm, I'm, I'm frying three birds. I got a fried bird for my friend's uh, mom, who she's like, I don't want to get my Aww. kitchen dirty. I'll fry a bird for her, and then I fry two birds. And this is a pro tip. If you fry a bird, have that bird out, because everybody want to try it. But you don't want them trying the bird that you present at the actual dinner. So you fry a bird, for you fry a picking bird, and then you fry your other bird that's your serving bird, your carving bird. And that's what we do. And so that's how I rock and roll. Like I, I take this up. I take Thanksgiving very seriously. This is my go-to. It's my favorite holiday. I got to get the collars washed. We go on collars with stock, and we're doing turkey necks, and uh, and we're doing thighs instead of wings in the in the collars because uh-huh. thighs got a little bit more meat on them. They're going to break up. They're going to taste mm-hmm. really good. And I don't yeah. do ham hocks because my aunt don't eat pork, so we're ready to rock and roll. What, okay. We've been hearing more and more of this every year. What do you think about the people that are out on turkey completely? Like they're willing to do anything but turkey. So what I think is they don't, they're not athletes. Um, and by that, what I'm saying is if you don't practice, how can you be good on game day, right? If you don't practice, how can you be good on game day? If you cook turkey one time a year or whoever it is cooks turkey one time a year, how do you expect that turkey to be good? We cook turkey year round here, okay? Whether it's thighs, breast, whatever, we cook turkey year round. Summertime, turkey. Wintertime, turkey springtime we cook turkey year round we have turkey wings on a thursday like let's go so the problem for them is they're not athletes they're not athletes if you don't want to be an athlete that's fine that's fine go get go pick up your little honey baked ham or whatever you want to do go get your pre-made whole whole foods whatever but if you want to be an athlete you got to answer the bell and if you don't want to answer the bell that's okay because you we 
I'm built different. I cook turkey year round so that I'm ready for this. I cooked a turkey three weeks ago so that I could make stock. Okay. I got tur- I got a turkey carcass in my freezer because I got to make more stock today. So I'm ready to rock and roll. If you don't want to rock and roll, that's okay. Don't play music with me. But at the end of the day, the reality of it is, is if your turkey's bad, no, you're bad. Okay. (laughs) This is incredible. Yo, drop the mic. Oh, oh, man. That one. Michelin chef Michael Felder. Oh, by the way, he analyzes college football as well. You can check that out at In the Bleachers. <laughs> Michael, thank you so much for your time. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. Hope it is a wonderful and special one. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, our plays for rivalry week in college football. That's right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Wasn't expecting that answer. Welcome back to Thank You All Daily, presented by BetMGM. Ed Egros, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. That's Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh talking about how excited he is. Very excited, apparently, uh, for the game between Ohio State and Michigan. So, again, how do you measure Jim Harbaugh not being there on the sideline? How much does this matter in terms of the grand scheme of things? Well, Michigan's a three and a half point favorite at home, totals 45 and a half. So how do we handicap this, Joe? Under. I mean, I didn't even hesitate. It's it's another one of these Big Ten uh, matchups where it's like, just play the under. And I thought the number was going to be shorter than what we're getting at 46. I don't know that it's going to close 46 by the time we get to Saturday. I That makes perfect sense to me. Uh, Michael's talking about Ohio State putting up 30. I would be shocked if that happens. Mm-hmm. Just the way these sort of matchups go. Now, first off, Michigan. On the Michigan side, are they? Are we going to see more of the way they've been trending, where it's run, run, run? Since Harbaugh has not been there, that's all they've been doing. This weekend against Maryland, they ran the ball 45 times. For that against Penn State, they ran it 46 times. So are they going to keep doing that? Or was it a was setup? McCarthy was they- seven of eight against Penn State, like seven of eight or something ridiculous? like Zero pass attempts in the second half of that entire game. Yeah. Zero. Like, yeah. Um, so is this what they're going to continue to do or were they doing a setup like McCarthy? He just remember he was the Heisman favorite at one point this year. And mm-hmm. do they not trust mm-hmm. him or they, they're like, look, the run game is our strength. We're going to do the strength. And frankly, McCarthy, we're not sure about you because if they trusted him that much, why would they not allow their quarterback to pass the football in 2023? <laughs> it doesn't make that much sense. Um, so they're going to keep running the ball. This And the reason I asked Michael about the Ohio State defense is because they have been super impressive this year. The last mm-hmm, six games, mm-hmm. they have not allowed more than one touchdown in a game. Okay? Not allowed more than one. The most that they've allowed all year was, I believe it was 17 uh, to Maryland. A Maryland team that kept it close last week against Michigan. But, like, yeah, it, for me, easy. I, could the hook come into play? Possibly Michigan win by three. I'm not going to worry about that. I'm just going to play the under 46, guys. 
Yeah, I was thinking under first half as well. I would be shocked if there was fireworks in the first half. Michigan (laughs) plays the second slowest pace in all of college football. As you mentioned, they like to run the ball. J.J. McCarthy had success in the passing game in this matchup last year, and he's even better. But Ohio State's secondary is also better this year. So it just Mm -hmm. screams under, doesn't it? Yes, it probably it probably does. My only concern, though, and Joe, I'm glad you brought up the lack of passing because McCarthy has only two games this year where he's thrown at least 30 passes and he only has one game this year where he's thrown for at least 300 yards. So this is something that's happened all year long. I mean, it was McCarthy's running that I think made him the Heisman favorite, much more so than, say, an uber efficient passing game where he wasn't passing that much to begin with. But the, the concern that I have here as far as if this goes under or who to cover, all that stuff is, it, it does involve Jim Harbaugh. Because let's say Michigan has to play with a deficit. And let's say it's a significant mm-hmm. deficit, like two possessions in the second half or something like that. Do they panic? Maybe I'm not giving the coordinators enough credit, but I could see Michigan panicking if they get into some kind of a bind, whatever that bind is, whether it's an obvious deficit or a significant player going down or something like that. It's that panic that makes me concerned about backing Michigan in some way. And I definitely love the approach where, okay, if Michigan's going to win this game, it's because it's an under. If Ohio State wins this game, it's because it's a little bit more high-flying. I think that's probably how this goes here. So it's kind of one and the same where if you parlayed these two things, you're probably okay. Uh, And I, I wouldn't mind endorsing something like that. But as far as what I'm thinking here, Ohio State's defense, that pass defense, ranks in the top 20 in EPA. It has been super impressive, Joe, no doubt about it. And it's not like they're going up against horrible offenses. I mean, some of them have actually been pretty decent. So when this thing potentially goes haywire and Ohio State's defense is impressing us, how many times over the course of the broadcast are we going to hear Maserati Marv mentioned? I suspect it's going to be more than a couple of times. We are going to hear this nickname so much that in the group chat, it's going to get obnoxious just how much we're going to vent about it. So in this spot, I like the hook. The hook to me is the difference. I would back Ohio State plus three and a half, and then I'd probably parlay that with the over, knowing full well if Ohio State covers, it's probably because it's a higher scoring game. I know I'm saying this without knowing the results of some of these other games that we're going to talk about, but if it's a one-score game, I put them both in. Really? Yes. You would. If If it's, let's say it's a field goal game, like the line is suggesting, I would, mm-hmm. I'd put them both in. I don't want to but say probably because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. But is this year different though? Because it feels a good bit more congested. Like the top tier, there are several teams this go round. Whereas with last year, I mean, TCU didn't even win the Big Twelve, and they got in because of an undefeated regular season record. Like there were paths where, okay. You had two non-conference champions get there. I wonder if that's going to be that much more difficult this go-round because it's a bit more of a logjam. Like, context-wise, that might be tougher. What do you think? Could could be, but they have their out now with Florida State, too. And 
True. I that's a good is point. Bama going to do all this? Is Bama going to take down Georgia too? Like that's the other thing. That's the path for two SEC teams, and then maybe that doesn't happen, and it doesn't seem like they're inclined to put a Big Twelve team in there right now. Uh, maybe a Pac twelve team sneaks in there. I just think the way it sets up and some of the matchups that we're going to have these last couple of weeks that it, it truly looks like we might go back to back. Like, are they two of the top fourteen? Two t- four teams or not? I think that's the question they're going to be faced with, and I think they're going to walk away saying yes in the end. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I mean, this is going to be a great matchup for sure. I'm looking forward to it. I don't know, though. I mean, I don't expect a lot of points scored, but I do like Felder's Mm -mm. argument about if there are, then that means Ohio State's winning. Oh, yeah. McCarthy's not keeping up. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. No, no doubt about it. Like, suddenly you're forcing McCarthy into a passing situation when he's done very little of that over the last few games against stiffer competition. I I don't trust this. And I think McCarthy can be a good quarterback, but there's something to be said for reps and practice and doing it in games, and it just hasn't happened. So in that Mm -hmm. respect, I would have some real concerns there. How about we do a choose-your-own-adventure here? Lots of other great rivalry games. Uh, Joe, which one stands out to you on the ledger? Oh, man. Uh, a bunch of them. I'm going to go to the Iron Bowl, though. Uh, Alabama okay. and Auburn. Bama now 14 and a half. I, I know Auburn. It was so disgusting what happened last week. I mean, if, if that's not a look ahead, I don't know what is with uh, with what happened to Auburn there. But um, New Mexico look, State, they, Go Aggies. Yeah. They, doubled up in yards by New Mexico State. Not a fluky thing. You know, in that game. Right. Unbelievable. Uh, the total is 49 in this one. Now, Auburn has hung with some good teams. They hung with Georgia. They hung with Ole Miss. But th- that's not the way that I'm going. I'm going via the total, and I'm going to play the under 49. Another rivalry game where I'm going to go under. Uh, I- I'm not impressed with either offense. I don't think either of them are, are viewed as a top 50 offense, and they shouldn't. Now, Bama's. Bama steamrolling teams, last four wins, all double-digit victories now. There's that expectation they're going to cover uh, the 14, maybe even the hook. Uh, I'm not going to worry about that. I think it's going to be a lower-scoring game. And, you know, people bring, bring, what about Milrow for Heisman? Just because he's on a team that could possibly make the playoff. I mean, look at the numbers. No, 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 no. It's, it's not even – he doesn't have much <laughs> of a chance. I'm just going to play the under, uh, you know, thinking that these offenses, neither of them will explode in this matchup. This is a tough one. I mean, I really like what Alabama is doing right now. I don't have a play in this one. It just seems like things are really clicking for them. And so I don't know what to expect in this matchup. So I'm just going to pass. The context, Joe, that you mentioned as far as uh, Auburn looking ahead is important here because the Tigers are six and five right now. They could afford Mm -hmm. to lose that game and invest wholeheartedly in beating Alabama in the Iron Bowl. And you talk about that being great for recruiting and looking ahead. Auburn wasn't going to do anything Mm -hmm. this season. Like they're still going to go to a bowl game if they lose this upcoming contest. So there's very little to lose losing to New Mexico State, but a heck of a lot to gain investing in the look ahead so in that respect i would not move say like my future looks that much based upon what happened in that contest and so i could definitely see auburn keeping this game close 
another fantastic chapter in the Iron Bowl. So I would probably go with Auburn uh, plus 14 and a half here. But I think the under is probably the safer bet as far as that's concerned. I want to talk a little bit about another SEC matchup here because this has Heisman implications as well. I want to talk about Texas A&M and LSU because my rationale last week for LSU minus 31 and a half against Georgia State was more political than analytical. <laughs> LSU has more control over making a Heisman argument than any other team in college football because you look at Bo Nix and Michael Penix for Oregon and Washington, they have to play each other. And you don't know who's going to win that game, right? That That is something where the outcome is uncertain. But it is certain that LSU is going to wallop Georgia State and wallop Texas A&M as 10.5 point favorites here. So why not keep Daniels out there? Why not air it out a good bit more, throw more deep balls to tell the world, you know what? Yeah, we have three losses. We also have the Heisman guy at quarterback. And so I will take LSU minus 10 and a half, knowing full well that they have many reasons to run up the score against a program that doesn't have a head coach right now who's probably already looking ahead to next season, Joe. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. He never sat. He never sat in that Georgia State game. Like that was telling us everything. I I even Mm -hmm. I know it's Georgia State, but I did a double take when I saw eight touchdowns. Like, no, they can't be right. They they mean the last couple games, right? (laughs) No, no. This past Saturday, he had eight touchdowns. And you're right. Mm -hmm. That's how the offense, the the whole game plan is going to be geared. Let's get our guy another Heisman. We can say another LSU quarterback won the Heisman, Uh, and and that's a huge selling point. Uh, Two and five voters. They didn't. Every year, every every week, rather, the Heisman favorite is changing every single week. So they don't know what to do. Daniels should win it, but will they look past the three losses? That's the big question. The shootout with Ole Miss, uh, Alabama, and Florida State. I mean, maybe, maybe it's they end up losing to a couple teams that make the playoff. Maybe. I mean, you could make that case mm-hmm. right now. But, um, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to bet on this, but you're right. That's that's the angle. And so what do we do? Do we go like a team total over? Like, what would – what? how would we Team total this? over, lay the points, yeah. all of the above. I mean, I think just about anything that promotes LSU's offense in some way I think is fine. Now, the total 66.5. That is high. Uh, it's possible – I mean, LSU does have a bad defense, and so it's possible A&M keeps up in some way. Uh, but I think ultimately they're, I mean, Daniels and company, they're, they're just way too good. And AM's defense, I think is fifth in the sec at last check in terms of, uh, overall EPA. Uh, they're not going to mm-hmm. slow him down. Not at all. 
Mm-hmm. I think that's the same yeah. argument that I have for Bo Nix and Oregon. I mean, that's the game that I really looked at because Oregon offensively, one of the best teams in the country, I think DJU is going to struggle. And I also think that they're trying to, you know, pad Bo Nix's number so he can win the Heisman too. And I think they have to win by margin. This is a very important matchup for them to just absolutely destroy Oregon State because they they have one loss. They're trying to get in the college football playoff. So I just think they are going to try to lay on the point. So I would definitely be on the Oregon side here, Joe. Yeah, I think you're right. Looking at them this year, when they've had time to prepare like for these get-up spots, They've just demolished teams. And I know they're a bottom feeder now, but, you know, Colorado by 36. They beat Utah by 29. They they beat USC by almost double digits. It, it's another one of those. And we know that the following week is looming, but we're asking them to get to 14. I, I think they can. I think they can. What about you, Ed? I, I think I'm with you. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's something where – Bo, Bo Nix and company, I think one dimension that they know they need to add coming up is to throw it deeper down the field. And I think they're capable of that. You know, I had my questions uh, at the start of the year, but I think they're adding dimensions to this offense they know they need if they're going to make a playoff push. So why not do it against your rival? And look, it's rivalry weekend. You run up the score in rivalry weekend. That's what you're supposed to do. So why not do it in a spot like this, especially if the, mm-hmm. the game is in hand still they can keep doing it this is becky l daily presented by betmgm coming up next a thanksgiving edition of let's go or hell no that's right here on the becky l network We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Time now for Let's Go or Hell No Thanksgiving edition. So let's now bring in our fearless leader and the man who is looking up flights to Charlotte to eat at Michael Felder's house. It's Paul Aspen. Picking bird is, I mean, I'm I'm kind of a I'm a big apps guy. I, I like yes. the picking bird move. I like yes. the picking bird move. Also, just as a in honor of Thanksgiving, run through some of the the chat uh, reaction to that segment. Which, by the way, if you did not catch it, all time segment from Michael Felder. Definitely go check that out on the podcast feed. But schoolboy drew four ten from our Twitch chat. A picking bird bird and a carving bird is next level gurch 19 i think we know that guy uh, my wife makes really? fantastic greens with turkey necks i've never had but oh. sounds sounds good liquid swords gotta make practice turkeys throughout the year and <laughs> oh you guys aren't you guys aren't wawa people but uh schoolboy drew also a fan of the gobbler it's like a thanksgiving style sandwich at wawa i'm out i'm out on it it's got like everything why it's on a sandwich eh, it's just, eh. 
Gotta rename oh, it. Oh, I've gotta rename I've it. seen I've seen that at other places. What would you? Gobbler's not bad. It, eh, no, you can eh. do better. Yeah, thank you. We're talking about the name. Exactly the phrase I was going to use. What's it on? I was going to talk about the sandwich too. Just give me an Italian hoagie instead. Like what kind of bread? Amoroso roll. Okay. A hoagie roll. So they they put cranberries on it too, or something? I think so. Like I think that's where you lose me. Cranberry sauce. Me too. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, me me too. I'd be out of there. But there's turkey and stuffing. That's not a bad idea. People love yeah. Wawa sandwiches. I just have a problem eating at a gas station. It's not. It wasn't a originally gas a gas station. The gas, but it's not really after the grandfather sandwiches are grandfather. There we go. At everyone, yes. save it at Phileo every fish. place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Oh, yeah. This is a very it's fair point. Why. Here we go. Is, it is very have fair. You, have you ever looked at yeah. the cheese that's on those? Yeah, this it's a fair comment. Mm-hmm. So there's probably full of right. fish rotting in my stomach as we speak. So. Oh, Aaron! <laughs> oh. Is that why you want to go fast? Yeah, seven day fast. I gotta, I gotta we clean all do out the. Uh, I actually uh, don't want to do it. I got news for you. Guys. I think we could do seven I'm in day the water fast it. next week. Seven. Yeah. Seven? What'd you do a day? Congratulations. I'm not done. The way Paul said that was so like, yeah, okay, pal. I love it. Yeah. Joe okay. secretly you, started. You do seven days. You do seven days. Let me know how that goes. Are seven you doing days? seven days? I'm going to be. No, I'm probably. Is gonna, that the word? I'm probably doing three. Yeah. Okay. We'll so see. I sent That's out. It was Joe. Who was it? D. Who was you it? Said let's, it? Okay. Well, I, know. I think you lost me at, you know. We don't need that. that. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. it wasn't. There Joe is Rogan a anyway. fast. Yeah, it wasn't Joe Rogan. Um, I won't say who it was, but there is a fast that a doctor was talking about. If you go on a water fast and I believe you can drink electrolytes during it or like chicken broth, that it has like right. a 70 <laughs> plus percentage to like kill cancer cells and alzheimer's and all kinds of stuff so i sent it in the group chat and joe secretly started his water fast unbeknownst to any of us on sunday well i'll tell you when it when it started so we had bowling on sunday night and by the way that was that was a thing like going against first place took him down two out of three the one guy was so mad afterwards he slammed his bowling ball on the ground at the alley, I was like, what, what is going on over here? Yeah. Did it so leave anyways, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't walk over to that area. I wanted to stay far, far away. I didn't want one flying Fair. out of my head. But, but uh, so on the drive home, I'm like, should I do it? Should I do it? I'm like, yeah, let's do it. All right. So then I pulled in the White Castle for the last meal. <laughs> oh, so I- my God. <laughs> Like throw, that's like throwing a pick six on the opening drive, then being like, "Yeah, but we played play clean football after that. Cool, the game was already over. like, yeah." Hey, White Castle <laughs> as your final meal is an insane move. Yeah. I it was. I think it's, it, it's it the makes only sense place. It's the only place I drove past. It's right there on the. It was right there. Keep going for three minutes. more seconds. I'm sure you'll see another uh, place. 
on a Sunday night, I don't know that I would have. But uh, but so yeah, you, so you've that was the you've not had any closed food since. I've not had any True. any food since since <laughs> late Sunday night. I'm wow, like halfway through, like, wow. like right now, like right now is the halfway okay. mark. And I, I have to do it tomorrow. How do you feel? Energetic, lethargic. I would, when I woke up, I was surprised how energetic I felt. I thought I would be okay. like dead to the world. Um, mm-hmm. I'm getting hungry now. <laughs> I'm really hungry. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to make it through day one. Uh, people say day two is tougher. Well, I'll let you know how it's going. Curious how tomorrow's shows goes if I make it through tonight. <laughs> I don't know how for, that's going to be. For the content. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be like just, pale and Just gone. pass out during nickel or dime. It'll be great. Man, yeah. Thanksgiving, watch out. Don't get in my way. 4 a.m. call time. Just going to be up and crushing, yeah, kicking birds. Does, does it cancel out, like, the fast and then you chow down for Thanksgiving? That's what I'm Is that counterproductive? Probably. Probably. I'll do another fast next week before I go to Mexico. Okay. Oh, we'll Mexico. <laughs> sure. Where are you going? Let's go. I don't I don't know details. Probably like I just Cancun know or Cabo? something. Uh, I, I got to check. I don't even. I don't. Joe do doesn't want know. everyone to know where he's going. We're Senior all going to follow. No, it's true. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I think Riviera. Ma- I, I have no idea. Yeah, I really don't know TJ's. where it is. Don't tell I know us it's the all hotel. inclusive. Okay, <laughs> I won't. Yeah, somebody's going to go safety. down there and show up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. My bet lost, Joe. Joe. You need your power <laughs> rankings. <laughs> Yeah, I want my survivor way, pick rankings. back. That guy. <laughs> yeah. Burrow was hurt. I Excuse formally me. request because of the injury report. Wait, we have no evidence right. he's hurt, you. anyways. But... Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, let's go or hell no. Uh, a little Thanksgiving edition. So uh, I have been informed. I mean, I already knew this, but Mush is a huge canned cranberry sauce fan. I don't know what? why. No one's perfect. What? It's okay. The floor, sir. But... <laughs> no one's perfect. You know, this, I've got my faults, too. The life insurance but... question is parallel with this. Wow. <laughs> I've never heard of an individual that is a fan. It's always people yeah. complaining. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Anyway, uh, let's go or hell no. Canned cranberry sauce. Let's go around the horn, Joe. You seem you seem to have takes. Hell no. Get out. I'm not even a big cranberry guy as it is, but yeah. Every Thanksgiving I've been to, where you see it just sitting in a bowl, it's never touched. You see the ridges from the can. It's, it's like why do we, why do we do this? Yeah. Why do we why do we still do this? Nobody's interested. I don't <laughs> know why. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like out. it looks Hell yeah no. it looks like a caterpillar it's uh Ew. yeah don't if a you move the bowl the whole thing jiggles oh yeah, yeah the whole thing jiggles good. yeah oh <laughs> man ridges. come on mush ed you're better than in or out uh, oh, hell no on cranberry sauce. No, if you need something sweet on your plate prior to the dessert, then yams, sweet potatoes with marshmallows. You have other better options than going with cranberry sauce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with you. I did not like cranberry sauce as a kid. It's a bit of an acquired taste where, like, later in adulthood, I'm I'm like, all right, I'll try this. It's not terrible, but... 
if there's better things at Thanksgiving and out of a can, there's like, a million. Go ahead and be into the cranberry sauce. Just make it. Don't do the canned mm-hmm. stuff. Yes. No way. All right. I'm glad we're all lying there. Let's go or hell no bringing <laughs> a new boyfriend or girlfriend to Thanksgiving. No hell way. No. No. Hell no. No. Awkward, Everybody's there. Awkward, so awkward. many questions. And plus, it's about me, right? Look, I want to be comfortable. I'm going to pass out on the couch. I don't want to pass out in front of some stranger. Like during the Dallas Cowboys game, I, you know, at some point I'm going to pass out after all the turkey. Like, no. No. You know, Grandpa's over there. I'm doing the top buckle. Like, get, get out of here with this. Uh, this strange conversation. Now, now I can't grandma. be as comfortable. <laughs> somebody's grandpa. Somebody's dirty uncle. It's you. Uh, have, Don't even. Let's not pretend like it's not you. I'm not. I'm not doing that at my mother-in-law's house. Joe, I'm my house. Strowski. My house. Blood there's pants. no pants. But yeah, <laughs> my mother-in-law's. Hell no. Hell no to this. What? You're gonna make everybody uncomfortable. Smash <laughs> shorts for Thanksgiving. I don't see yeah. the benefit yeah. to this yet. I mean, you need an intervention if this is even <laughs> on your radar. Like, this is just all the way a bad idea. Yep. When are you supposed to bring them over? Like, at some point, they have to be a part a of the Tuesday. fold, right? Flag when they're day. not new. Uh, when they're when are they not new? Arbor Day. That's Six months, like, at least. Like, that can't be the oh, first okay. meeting. No way. Uh, no way. Well, but what if you're but traveling, like, though? And if you're doing Thanksgiving, well, that means you got to do Christmas. Be... Doesn't if you it? live out of state, we're doing split. But remember that movie? Meet but the if you're in the I would area, think, like stakes are higher for Christmas than Thanksgiving. They are right. Well, you they can't are. definitely can't do Christmas as the number one. You can't, <laughs> no. you can't do either. <laughs> that is outrageous. Like, right. Like yeah. I choose. I mean, I would say yes. <laughs> In a in a if you want to choose chaos, if you do it for the bit, I'd be in. Like do it, mix things up, just like get weird and dirty. In I there do and, love like, a good bit. An weird, agent of chaos. Wow, what's going on? <laughs> I there are too many situations where I feel like the something. the new significant other has to be there. Like I think there's sometimes when this is unavoidable. So I'm gonna say let's a go. A few months. A few months. Wow. Okay. How about bringing okay. up politics Real... at Thanksgiving? Oh. <laughs> Death. Let's Great go. idea. You know what? I want that chaos. Let's do it. Let's go. Because you know who to needle you know in the what? family. Yes. Right. Exactly. And yes, Paul, stuffing number right. one seed. Let's go. No yeah. questions asked. Everybody agree? Agreed. It's not mashed yes. potatoes, that's for sure. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, all of our favorite plays for the first two Thanksgiving games, Packers, Lions, Commanders, Cowboys, right here on the BetQL Network.